Good evening. Welcome to another session of Cat Space. I am Cat, and this is Buckets, and this is our dear friend and family member Leon. Good evening. How are you? Hello. Hello. How are you all? Not too bad. So tonight, <laughs> I like that. How are you all? Kind of sound like Kostya Zoo or something. So tonight, uh, we have. Uh, first of all, I must say welcome to the new subscriber, uh, subscribers and viewers. Uh, so tonight, we've decided to do something very Australian. We are going to be talking about Australia Day. Obviously, we know that since Omicron is raging around the country, um, it has cancelled some festivities and celebrations like fireworks and live music events and whatnot. We just thought, what better way to join each other tonight and to get into the Aussie spirit of being Australians and talking about Australia Day. So let's get started, and I'm going to throw this one in your court, Leon. Well, just before we get started, I'd just like to add a small joke, which is if we ended up end up beating Omicron, I reckon we, should be, we the Australian people, should say uh, victory against Omicron Day, and then that way we would get our own fireworks kind of thing for that. But anyway, that's just a small point. Go so on. The first throw one... a toilet paper up in the air. Yep, that's right. That'd be exactly. great. Exactly. So the first one's going to be in your court, Leon. Uh, and what other ways can we or should we celebrate Australia Day since most of us um, aren't able to celebrate Australia Day outside? Well, I think, to be honest, um, I'm very, you know, on edge. Obviously, we got the virus going on at the moment, unfortunately. That's going about at the moment. So I'm very hesitant in like going outside and celebrating, I suppose. Um, you know, maybe if there's like some sort of, I don't know, maybe a concert or something, like Australia concert or, so, or something like that for me, because I'm music, because I'm a music nutcase. Um, I would go like, say, like a, a virtual, like a music concert or something, you know, or, or something on TV, you know, celebrate Australia, listen to Australian music for the day. That's, that's, that's the way I would, that's the way I would celebrate it. Buckets? Uh, look, you know what? Um, I would just go old school and I would basically just put a couple of snags on the barbie or get some lamb chops on the barbie. And basically, I, I, I'd do it that way. And I'd listen to, uh, yeah, I'd probably be in your, your shoes and stuff like that. I'd, I'd basically just get a bunch of um, Aussie bands from Spotify or YouTube and play that all day. That's, that's how I'd celebrate it, to be honest. So in other words, you're going to play a minute work down under all day. That's right. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I mean, I remember I remember Australia Day being on TV last year and it was all these artists and celebrities on Zoom. And I believe Delta Goodrum and Damien were at Sydney Opera House at one time and there was a very little crowd there. Um, we saw celebrities, you know, you know, uniting through Zoom, playing music for Australian public to watch Wasn't live. Wasn't music from the home front or something? Yeah, music from I the home front. I can't remember. And I'm, I'm just wondering... You know, if festivities are cancelled, you know, here's, here's a random question before we move into the second one. Since festivities are cancelled, will we see the celebrities doing another charity-based via Zoom from Homefront Australia Day celebration to lift our spirits up, to lift the Australian public spirits when it comes to being Australian, you know, feeling Australian, that, that feeling of home, unity, of togetherness of love and music what uh, do you think well out of interest um 
where would the money go to specifically? Because well, like, because I can literally we'll say, I'm going to start up a charity to lift the spirits of Australia by we'll raising money for Australia. Look at it this way. But, but where, where is it going to go? What pocket is it going to go okay. into? I can answer that. Celebrities have their own charities. So whatever music they play, whether it's live in, this, in Australia, around the country or via Zoom, the money and the proceeds are that people donate to actually goes towards the nominated charity mm. or charities mm. or one big charity that, you know, has gets the money for research or, you know, homelessness or whatever it may be. You know, what do you think, Leon? Um, well, you, you would have remembered a couple of years ago when they did that uh, concert, that Firefront concert back in that March, I think it was a couple of years ago. Yes. Um, the, pro- the problem is, like, it raised so much money, it couldn't just go to the place where the celebrity, I think it was Celeste Button, I think that's what her name is, or something along those lines. It couldn't go to where Celeste wanted it to go, which was, I, I thought that was, that I was dumbfounded by that, but that was to assist in the bushfires. And then it was like the fireys, he wanted a piece of it and all that sort of stuff. It was meant to go to the people that were directly affected by the fires. And then when Celeste, Celeste realized it couldn't because there was the fire. I don't know. I don't know who it was, but they were they were going to sue for the money. I was like, "What? How? Why? It wasn't meant for you. It was meant to help the people whose homes were affected by those fires." So, if the if the celebrities are going to do like a, if they're going to do a concert. That's fine, but it needs to go. Um, you know, right. where it's needed the most. And in this case, I believe it should go because we're dealing with the, we're still dealing with the COVID situation um, all this time later, nearly two years on or whatever. Uh, it should go to at least finding a cure mm. for COVID. So that way it can be eradicated in our timeline, um, in our lifetime. I, I, yeah, I'd agree with that. I'm like, I if, if it were up to me and I was to set up um, a charity on Australia Day, um, specifically raising money, I, I would basically invest them all in in buying rat tests because <laughs> what, what's the one thing Australia has basically none of, and that's rat tests. And groceries. And groceries, yeah, that's the other thing. So. I agree. Next question, boys. When is Australia Day really celebrated? Well, here's the thing. Like, okay, so when do you think it's um, celebrated? It's, it's supposed to be celebrated um, the 26th of February. But the truth is um, every state had a different day and date from when it was actually celebrated. In fact, they even had different names for it. So there was uh, Empire Day. That was uh, Foundation Day. Found, Foundation Day. That's another one. Invasion Day. Invasion Day came later. Um, Australia Day, which, by the way, isn't even the day that uh, Captain Cook first came here um it all, it all had um different days and it's really important to note that when australia day was first created it was meant to be created for um the soldiers that were coming home from world war one that basically had loss of limbs and all sorts of things and became home in wheelchairs chairs and all sorts of things that had basically next to nothing um because you know, our, our country didn't help our, our diggers as much as they, they should have. And that's why we created Australia Day to raise money for them. And then for some reason, um, we just kind of in inaugurated it all together to be, this is what Australia is and mm. changed the definition of what Australia is. 
but um, but the truth is it, that was the net, the reason why we had Australia Day was for the um, diggers that basically either lost their lives or diggers that came home and had severe industry uh, injuries and couldn't properly take care of themselves. And that's why we had Australia Day. That's why it was created. We also, um, Australia has many, many names, including one which is Terra Australis or New Holland. That's right. You that's know, that's um, right. Uh, we had, um, we got New Holland when um, the Dutch came to Australia um, before the English. Only when they showed up, they showed up in Western Australia. They didn't show up to New South Wales. Mm. So, um, or Tasmania for that matter, which was considered Van Diemen's land. What do you think, Leon? I actually always uh, believed it was the, uh, uh, the date of the landing at the first fleet in 19 in sorry no, no not 1788 but the problem was it was the main it was when the last uh it was the last anchored sh- it was the last anchored ship on uh sydney cove on uh, the 26th of january uh, 1788 so it, it was it wasn't just like arriving in other parts of australia it was just uh, sydney cove on the 26th that's right so tell me Boys, what is the meaning behind? Well, we we just answered this, but what is the meaning behind Australia Day? I think we just said that, which is Invasion Day came later. We had Empire Day, we had Foundation Day, we had, you know, it's it holds significance. Oh, well, I, I to think Australians. To be honest, to make it perfectly clear, it, it means different things to different people depending on where you're from. So, if you're an Indigenous person that um has been oppressed by um the english um via genocide and um white australia and and all the other terrible um dark skeletons that australia has had in its closet then obviously you will see it as an invasion day in fact my uncle um used to basically represent um a lot of indigenous australians pro bono and even though he's australian and he's white he can he can actually he'll only he won't actually see Australia Day as Australia Day he'll actually call it Invasion Day, interestingly enough, um, because he's you know that's the clientele for which um, he he works for. You also have Sorrow Day, but that's on a different day. So, but it like I said, it's it's different things for different people. So for me, it, it just means an ex, another uh, a reason why I I get to basically put a cook snags and lamb chops on the barbecue um or it's Sam Kekovich would be proud or it's basically <laughs> it's basically um an excuse to get some fairy bread but for other people it's a great day of sorrow mm. um and I remember you know going out with my mom and my brother to a restaurant uh in the city um and then within seconds seeing um an invasion day march all filled with indigenous australians um uh, claiming that they have been oppressed which they have so uh on basically the same day um so yeah it means different things to different people and i even had friends of mine that weren't even from australia 
that um, saw Australia Day as basically another opportunity to basically work on Australia Day because they knew they'd get paid double if they worked on that day because they weren't Australian. But to be to be so honest, to them that's payday. To be <laughs> with all no, with all seriousness, with all seriousness, to our custodians who, you know, to our custodians past, present, and emerging, this day is really about their pain and their sorrow and about genocide and invasion i mean that that's for the aboriginal side yes yeah but we have to respect that we have to really care for that and respect that and respect them because it it can be quite painful you know after so many uh, you know centuries and whatnot I, I i agree with that and and that um deserves um our respect that's true but at the same time um Australia is a multicultural country and it is um although it's quite respectful to acknowledge um what um the English actually did do to the Indigenous Australians um it's important to note that Australia is a nation that needs to move forward and needs to move on and needs to progress and um you know we we you can't just not talk about um just you can't just talk about australia as if it's one culture because it's not um my um relatives were chinese australians um and my father basically came to um tasmania and then he went to um sydney and started a life um and he ended up becoming the dean of uts for example so he started his life in australia and became australian and there's many um foreigners just like him that's come from their countries brought their traditions brought their morals and brought their culture and become australian and integrated into what we know today as australian culture so we can't just say this is just about Indigenous Australians or it's just about white Australians. It, it's, it's really a multi, it's turned into this multicultural day. So I, I don't feel that it's just an Indigenous day, especially considering when um, invasion, the actual invasion of the Indigenous Australians was way earlier. Um, you know, it's, but I, I really think that um, Invasion Day should be a separate day um, to Australia Day because they happened in two different um, dates. Buckets is right. I mean, this, we come from a multicultural, diverse, you know, different people from different walks of life, different parts. And, you know, so many of us, you know, bring our cultures and our languages and our food and our music and, you know, our families. And we celebrate that with being who we are, which is, you know, Australian, whether you're born or, you know, whether you're granted to be an Australian. And I'm very proud to be Australian. And I think Buckets is right. You know, we are a multicultural society. What about you, Leon? We are definitely a multicultural society. That's for sure, man. Uh, I do have my concerns, you know, sometimes, you know, some of the, the invasion day, because obviously we do see invasion day protests happening every year, which seems to be the norm these days. But the problem is it gets hijacked by, you know, another faction, you know, has that has nothing to do with Australia Day slash Invasion Day. My concern is it just gives, you know, people 
uh, like I said, it's uh, the people that hijack these kind of protests and they go all violent and stuff like that. That's my problem. That's my problem with the invasion day thing, because there's always a spur at the moment. There's always a group of people who want to take it one step too far. And that's, that is my problem with, uh, with the invasion day, especially with the invasion day protests. And they seem to be becoming more and more common, you know, as we go along. There, I know there is one exception to the rule, uh, a couple of exception, uh, exceptions to the rule. I remember one, I think it was at Australia Day at Cronulla when we had the Cronulla riots. That was supposedly Australia Day. And that, I, I felt sick to my stomach when I saw that. You, know, you, you would have remembered it on TV, you know, all the violent protests and the people just beating up on people for the hell of it. And that, was not Invasion Day. That was supposedly Australia Day, but it was celebrated by drunken louts who went on a violent rampage. And I was absolutely disgusted by that. Mm. And I felt bad for everybody, all the victims that were involved, all the victims that, you know, uh, that got caught up that day. And I'd like, I was, I was like, I'd only been to Cronulla like a few months before this incident. And it was peaceful. And these drunken louts who quote unquote celebrated Australia Day disgraced Australia. Mm. Next question: What do you think? What do you think Australia Day will look like this year? I mean, I'm talking about you. Festivities being cancelled, no fireworks, no live music, no food stores, no celebrations, no excitement. What do you think Australia Day will look like this year? People will just bring their own fireworks, basically. Oh, especially I wish. Uh, <laughs> the legal these days, but we used to be able to get them in the '80s. You know, so I think isn't Canberra the only legal place where you can buy? Um, I think so. I think uh, you're right. So, so if you're from Canberra, lucky you, yeah. <laughs> and if you're in the Northern Territory, lucky you. You know. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's just going to be. I, I don't know. If, I don't know. Maybe people will just go to the beach or something like that. I mean, I, I remember when there's been a few years past where people have just bought um, these big thongs and and um, you know gone to the beach with them, and I thought that was a great idea um but if you know if they lock us down again or if they want social distancing or whatever um or or they don't want a large amount of people um gathering, gathering um look, I, i'm 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 just happy to be with my family and having a meal with my family and and that's good enough for me to be i honest. agree i mean i can see many australians going since we can't you know play since we can't go sing or dance or vertical drinking you know we might as well be in our own backyards with a barbecue or better yet put some snags or steaks on in the frying pan get some yeah. you know toast bread and do it the old aussie way God, maybe even go to bunnings for that you know yeah, i probably would watch, watch the cricket on basically TV play cricket in their backyard or yeah. front yard or watch the cricket a lot of people in australia is day it going to be cricket on australia day i don't know this year uh, i don't know 2020 maybe I don't know. You know, so 2020. We're in 2022 now. No, 2020 think... crickets. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. The big bash. Oh, I'd be think... confused for a moment. I think the way I see Australia Day being celebrated this year is the closeness of families. I mean, now that interstate travel in some places is allowed to happen, I think some people will be looking forward to getting the kids off to a holiday before they go back to school. I Actually, they're going back to school into this month. So they want to do their last minute, you know, school shopping, uniforms, stationery. They want to go on holiday. They want to celebrate Australia Day loud and, you know, a couple of beers, cold beers in the 
and the esky and well i tell you what i used to do right so um my brother actually thought of this idea and he's a complete genius for doing this and uh what he used to do was put the australian flag on the clothesline and then watch the wind spin it um and it ended with (laughs) all the way around too because because the wind would come it was great um and you know the clothesline is is an australian invention or so i've heard um so that's how we used to celebrate our um you know australia day whilst having a barbecue and just watching the the clothesline spin around basically you know I like the idea of a barbecue, but unfortunately, the forecaster says it's going to be at least a shower or two, unfortunately, to completely screw up everybody's chance of a decent barbecue. But then again, if you've got soggy soggy chops or soggy sausages, you know, send them to us and we'll eat them for you. Maybe even ordering some KFC and some Maccas. We'll we'll get something. No, we need something really Australian, like steak or Vegemite on toast. I, I think I think lambs. I think lamb chops. Yeah, lamb chops is good. Even yeah, just, just to support can... Sam Kekovich right there because, mate, we we absolutely love Sam Kekovich. For those people who don't know, every year for God knows how long, Sam Kekovich has always supported Australia Day by you know eating lamb. You know, they're doing like a eat lamb on Australia yeah. Day. Yeah, his lamb He actually he actually <laughs> he referenced. Do you remember one time he re- he did reference the Cronulla rights at one stage? And he goes, you know, eat lamb. It's bloody hard to hurt someone with a cutlet. <laughs> Speaking of Australia Day, I'm going to throw a random one, rando out to you guys. And I want I want to have some fun with this. We're looking at Australia Day, right? What do you think? I mean, we've had some, you know, here the ads that are funny and some were like, yeah, we're never airing that again. With the, I don't know if I'd offend anybody. I'm not here to offend anybody. It's just my opinion, no, folks. No, but no. And even if we, we had... are, please don't sue us because we can't. We've got no money. <laughs> you know, this, <laughs> this, this me neither. So leave opinion. me out of it. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> this is just one opinion. First, we had. I'll even throw a shrimp on the bar before you. And then we had, where the bloody hell are you? I mean, what would be our next ad? Oh, that was like, let, let me let me put this out right. Put another shrimp on the barbie. No Australian would would legitimately never, never say shrimp. I mean, a shrimp is what basically what you call a skinny person that's about to be beaten up in prison. That's the that's the first thing. That's that yeah, they're, they're the kids you go after in school when when you don't want to uh, verse the people in year six. That's that I mean, that's a shrimp. Let's, let's, we're not let's, we're not gonna throw a skinny kid on a barbecue, okay, yeah, guys. Exactly, we're not gonna yeah, throw a skinny kid on a barbecue. Thing, it's it's prawns, guys. It it's is prawns. prawns. I, I know yes. we actually do get a few Canadian viewers, and I'm telling you, we don't. None of us eat shrimp. We don't eat shrimp we in Australia. Eat we eat prawns. We don't prawns. know what shrimp yeah, that, that, is. Yeah, yeah. What shrimp is? We don't know. If you ask somebody, <laughs> if you ask somebody, if you say to somebody, Australia, and what is the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of Australia? The first thing we get is snakes, spiders, kangaroos. You know, all, all sorts of poisonous animals that could potentially kill us. All, honest, all of all of them can be basically bought at a shopping center, um, which are jealous and lollies. Anyway. To be honest, you know, when we have you know tourism here, and of course it's beautiful to have people from around the world come visit our beautiful shores because we're in the most beautiful country on the planet. Um, no offense, <laughs> but thing is, when you think of Australia, you think of landscapes, you think of history, you think of beaches, you think of 
you know, just the beauty and the culture of Australia. You don't think of wallabies and spiders. I and think snakes. of wallabies. I, I, I think about how, how well the wallabies go against your favorite uh, that's that's the wrong that's the wrong type of wallaby there okay george grogan no longer plays for that particular team anyway what i think when i think of when i think of landscapes and stuff like that i think of the blue mountains obviously yeah. uh, the three sisters specifically also airs rock or should say uluru as oh, well man. that's one that's another one right there that's a landmark but yeah, I, and apart from that, most people uh, identify with the beaches, you know, on Australia Day. If they're not, if they're not celebrating Australia Day, you know, just by you know having a barbecue or whatever, they'll be at the beach. Yeah. Yes. Only just, in only in Australia could we turn a rock into a tourist destination. I think you know when you hear when you see in a movie like a comedy and you see so many you know, accents, oh, and they try and do the Australian accent and say, oh, throw a shrimp on the barbie. The first thing that comes to mind for me is like, we, we, we don't even say shrimp. We don't eat shrimp. We eat prawns. And that's, it kind of, it's kind of funny, but it's kind of insulting at the same time. Well, are you thinking of the Dumb and Dumber movie where he goes, where the lady goes, hey, that's a lot. The guy goes, that's a lovely, uh, Jim Carrey, that's a lovely accent you got. New Jersey, Austria. Well, then, good day, mate. Yeah, I think it's also in the movie that Jessica Simpson did years ago, uh, Dukes of Hazard, with you know Johnny Knoxville and what's the other guy? It's like Look, it started with Hogs, Hogs screwed it up for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought Yahoo Serious screwed it up for all of us. I think it's, it's, like, it's like when they say oh, all this, I'm like going, oh, just come to Australia, we had nothing like that, you know, we don't live out in the bush. None of us live in the middle oh, of some, nowhere. Some of us do. I mean, some, like, but some. not all of us. Some you of know us what? Yeah, you you know, know what, right? On Australia Day, I'm going to celebrate Australia Day by by obviously playing Australian music and stuff like that. There's one that I might. There's a song that I might play as well. It's by Slim Newton. Uh, Slim Newton. It's called "Red Back on the Toilet Seat." So there you go. Hmm. All right, let's get into it. What does it? Uh, we just answered this, but anyway, what does it mean to be Australian? For me, I think it means, I think it means a celebration of who we are and how we represent this country, and what makes us unique and beautiful and different. And you know, Australians we're warm and we're friendly and we're welcoming and we're affectionate and we're kind. And being Australian is, you know, being, you know, being welcoming with open arms, celebrating our different diverse cultural multicultural backgrounds as i said our foods our music our languages i think what that's what i think it means to be australian is to be pure heart and soul and multicultural you know backgrounds and diversity buckets okay i, I shouldn't be making a joke of it but i will for entertainment purposes okay australia is all about basically knowing how to spell your own country's name but then putting a Y in it at the end. Oh that- my God, yes. <laughs> hey. Oh my God, yes. Right. Australia is, is about basically having free barbecues in your park because seriously, ask another nation if they actually have free barbecues in their um, local parks and, th- and they'll probably say no. They'll have picnics, they'll have sandwiches, but um, but barbecue, free barbecues in a park is a uniquely Australian thing. And the other thing, there, are, there is one more thing. Oh, yes, that's right. We are one of the few countries in the world that actually eat our own coat of arms. You, you, like, you can't even, the only other uh, country that I know 
that actually eats their own coat of arms is actually England um, when they eat, uh, I think, the swan. And even then you need special permission from the Queen and that's it. No, the Queen's the only one who can eat it, yeah. no one else. Well, no, apparently Edinburgh's had it. No, Edinburgh's but, had it. <laughs> the thing is, right, when we, when, we say, when we celebrate Australia, we, don't, we do say Happy Australia Day, but we do say Happy Australia Day because we don't see around going, oh, Happy Australia Day. It's like Happy Australia. Yeah, everything, Australia. everything is basically shortened Australia. in Australia. So. <laughs> Uh, yep. I, like, I need to like learn my slang from Kath and Kim. <laughs> sushi is sush. Everything's basically <laughs> abbreviated. You know, breakfast you got, is brekkie. Yeah. You know, you know what? These these two are actually right, man. We do eat our coat of arms, but I don't know how we eat coins. Uh, <laughs> actually, I don't mind. You know, have, have you, I mean, I don't want to upset. Unless you want nickel poisoning, go on. There's nothing wrong with We have your- chocolate coins, Leon. Breakfast There's nothing wrong with eating your own coat of arms. Come on, because let me go back yes, to this. there is. <laughs> no, there, there is not. <laughs> but the thing is, you know, when you see a lot of it in Australia, and we don't see Australia anymore, we see Australia, and as I said, dinner is what, Tucker? Breakfast is brekkie. You know, afternoon is Arvo. Yeah, that's you right. You know, um, no, I don't ser- know. Service station is service servo. Servo, you yeah. know. Oh, the, the, by the way, a police station isn't actually a police station. That's a cop shop. And when we say beer, <laughs> when we say beer, we don't pronounce the R. It's like B. I'm having a B. We're having a B. We're having a B. Or we're having a lager. Lager. Fosters. If you want to hear, yeah, hear like a whole bunch of Australian slangs and stuff like that in a song, uh, there is a song out there, I believe it's by Matt Scully, and it's called Slanguage. It basically gives you a whole bunch of what we call things in Australia. It is absolutely incredible. If you ever listen to that, you will fall over laughing. I remember hearing it the first time, and I was just on the floor laughing my head off because it's true. It's all, it's everything that we would say in the Australian language, like uh, what tipsy is a wobbly boot. There you go. Tipsy is a wobbly boot. What's that? <laughs> I've that. never heard that before. Where have you? And I've been 24 years. Yeah, and you were obviously, obviously, Starkers is your birthday suit. So there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> your Starkers. What about um, uh, Fair Dinkum, mate? Yeah, Fair Dinkum. Hey, I, I got a question. Does fair anyone actually Dinkum. use uh, uh, Gertz in a sentence? Yeah. <laughs> When have you ever used Gert in a sentence? Yeah. <laughs> hands up, your ha- hands up, you are Gert. Yes, famous by Adam Hills. <laughs> Who says Gert? I mean, can we please, no offense to anyone, but change that part of the no, because <laughs> Seriously, Gert literally means surrounded, as in we You're are Gert, surrounded Gert, by by Gert, Gert by sea. But like, who in Australia has literally, other than the, the Australian anthem, who has literally used Gert in a sentence? <laughs> Any period of time. I mean, well, I have Gertz on a cheeseburger. You know, yeah, Gertz. I mean, Bert. It's not yeah. me. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's right. We'll, we'll we'll create the Gert burger. How about that? <laughs> wait, wait, didn't we have? It, it would be surrounded by fries. Don't we have every year on Australia Day? <laughs> Macca's does the Australian Australian burger. That they call it the the Aussie the, burger. The Aussie burger, isn't that isn't the that the Macaws burger? Yeah, that's right. And they had uh, beetroot in it to make it Aussie. And oh I my think god, yum! The only reason why they didn't want to make a full production of it when it first came out was because they were worried that 
um, they were going to wipe out all of the beetroot in Australia and wouldn't be able to finish it, which would probably be true kind of thing. The best, place, the best, the best place to have a hamburger is your local fish and chip shop because they'll throw on that, they'll throw on a beetroot, and you don't get it any better than your local, than your local fish and chip shop. You know, they'll they'll sell a burger and they'll sell it with a beetroot on it. It is abs, it'll be absolutely amazing no matter where you get it from. Have have we all forgotten as kids growing up? Good old fish and chips and the old fish and chips newspapers. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh, with like with some, you know, um mayo and a splash of uh vinegar. Mayo. Wait a minute, you had mayo tartar, on your chips. No mayo, you got tartar sauce. Get it right. Tartar sauce. Well, same I thing. never had tartar sauce on my chips. I just had like uh, vine- I had either vinegar or either had gravy. But the problem is, right, you couldn't have gravy on a fish and chips. Uh, you know, the old uh, on the old chips bag, you have to have it in a bucket. You have to have it in a bucket, not eight buckets, like like the one sitting next to you, Cad. <laughs> not that kind of bucket. Um, no, but you know what I mean. But um, but we used to have vinegar on our chips. But the problem is, like if the 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 packet, obviously the newspaper, the old newspaper wrapping, got you know so um the week by the by the time you got home it literally broke apart by the time you put it on a plate but how good how good was our fish and chips back in the old days when they used to wrap it with with tartar sauce and vinegar and that batter that first crunch of that fish and the first crunch of that chips and it just smelled so good it'd make you but thing is you wouldn't get a small portion you'd get like a family size fish and chips Yeah, and I, I look. I remember when back in the day in the eighties, whether you'd give us, you get fish and trips, but you get fish and chip pack, and they'd give you things like potato scallops and stuff like that. And oh yeah. And in my family, we I had three brothers, um, so there was four boys and um, my mom and my dad. So that's six in total. But for some reason, they would always give us an odd number of um, potato scallops, <laughs> which means that we'd all fight for the last one. That always happened at home too, man. We used yeah. to have the odd number of of scallops as well with fish and chips. By the way, I haven't had scallop in ages. Actually, I might go get a fish and chips like tomorrow or something, and then get some scallops with it. Yeah, they might give us an odd number. Let's not for good. I think I think honestly that created all the domestic violence in pretty much every Australian household. <laughs> what odd numbers of potato scallops? Let's not forget the good old Aussie meat pie. Oh, yeah. Good old steak and cheese, oh, mince yes. pie, oh, steak yeah. and mushroom. What about the old cheese and bacon pie? Oh, yeah. Vegetable. You know, those bring me, oh, you, you, I, 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 you know what? That, yeah, that was great. I, I can't complain about that. I even had friends of mine that would make, like Lebanese friends that would say, oh, you're having your, your um, steak and kidney pie with sauce don't forget the sauce mate <laughs> kind See, of thing. That, that's the okay. thing i i grew up in new zealand so i've got both i've got australia and kiwi and the thing is i never ever ever understood growing up why australians put tomato sauce on their pies just eat it as, we always grew up eating it as it is you don't put i'm sorry this is very un-Australian on me but you don't put sauce on a pie Yes, you do. No, you don't. <laughs> well, a, lot of, a lot of people do. To be honest, this is a new era. A lot of people put whatever they want on uh, on a meat pie. Me, I would prefer to put meat on a meat pie. But anyway, but that's another story. Um, look, as far, yeah, just and just for the and just for the slang purposes in Australia, a meat pie is called a dog's eye. I don't know why, but it's what it's called. 
might, might actually explain what was in it, but anyway. <laughs> okay, let's let's have some let's have some fun with this is true podcast, shall we? Let's have some fun with this. Pav. Pav is Kiwi, not Australian. Oh, Pavlova. I love Pavlova. Pav is Kiwi, not Australian. Lamingtons are Kiwi, not Australian. Oh, Lamington, boom. I love it. This is a, this is an Australia Day, you know, segment. You're right. This is a, not a New Zealand Day. No, but, Pav, no, but people do have let. Yeah, people do have Lamington and also Pavlova on Australia Day for some reason. I, I do remember this because I, I I used to do it at my nan's place. You know, we used to have either we used to have like a, you know, get together, like a family thing. We used to have Pavlova and we'd also have Lamington as well. I don't know why, but we always did it and it was always yum. I always have a soft spot for Pavlova, probably because of the sugar rush that you get from Pavlova. And also the lamington, man. I just, I love, we, we eat lamington on Australia Day. I do. Well, Yum. Like it's, it's, it's delicious and sugary. I prefer, oh, not, right? I prefer the normal lamington. Um, I'm sorry. I don't mean to offend anyone, but jam and a lammy. Uh-uh, big no-no. No, no thanks. No, I, I like the I like the default lamington. No yeah, jam in it at all. Just sponge. Who puts jam in a lammy? No, no, no. <laughs> no. I don't know who puts pajamas. I don't know who puts pajamas in a lamington, but anyway, that's another story. Also, let's talk about right. Since we're talking about lammies, Timmy's, Tim Tams. Oh, Tim, Tim Tams. Tams. Oh, I love Tim Tams. I buy Tim Tams all the time. And to prove I'm not a racist, I buy the white ones and also the brown ones as well. You know, I, I had a friend of mine whose name was Tim. And um, uh, was he delicious? I didn't taste him. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, his mom bought him Tim Tams and he would always go, Oh, they're mine because my name. He's on it. And then she, she ended up buying Tim Tim's. And she goes, well, there you go. Your name's on it now. And he's like, yeah, not touching this one. <laughs> let's, let's have a serious debate about this. I'm enjoying this podcast. Let's have a bit of a serious spark debate about this. I know Anzac Day, you're supposed to eat Anzac cookies, right? Because it's Anzac cookies on Anzac Day. But can you eat Anzac cookies on Australia Day? I think you can. I mean, you can eat anything you want on Australia Day. I mean, like. You know, you can eat pork on Australia Day. You can eat whatever you want, whatever you want. I'm sure that, that there are vegans out there that can, you know, will eat other things that aren't lamb, right? So, look, it, it's as long as it's basically makes you happy and you feel Australian, then knock yourself out. Speaking of which, um, one thing actually I love to have on Australia Days is Australia Day is uh, pineapple fritters. Those things are the best. And we used to get those from Red Rooster. Oh aren't they deep fried? Aren't they the oh, deep no. fried right. pineapple? Yeah, so were, fatty, but so good. Yeah, they put them in coconut oil and then they put them in the deep fryer. And um, it's, uh, they, yeah, it's, and they, they get beautiful um, pineapples, the, the ringed ones. And they're absolutely. Hey, while we're talking about deep frying stuff, do you remember, do you remember them deep frying Mars bars? Oh, not, yes, not specifically Red Rooster, it but. It is a hard waiting to happen but it's from bondi it's specifically but it's so worth it it is a heart heart attack waiting to happen sickingly sweet but oh my (laughs) god heaven on earth heart attack waiting to happen i i can't heart attack's worth it i can't eat more than one because you're supposed to eat it as soon as it comes out of the fryer yeah dripping and oil you're supposed to eat it then but for me i i would years ago i used to wait for it to cool down because it was quite hot 
But oh my god, what a dream! What a delicious dream! I mean, I still don't know how they managed to do that, but they did it. I remember it so well. I used to you have, have you them. You know how they make them? Oh, I don't. Do you? Yep. Okay, so go on my kitchen rules so we can so, start playing, so you can start cooking it. It's like MasterChef okay. or something. <laughs> so, you know how when you go to Kmart and you go to Coles and Wallace, you buy those fun pack, chocolate fun packs, the yeah. Mars ones, on. and they've got the bite size. So what, what they do is they get the bite size and they open the packets and they get the flour and then they make a batter. And then the, what they do is instead of dipping an egg yolk, they'll dip it in the flour few times and then they'll dip it in the batter that they make and it goes into the fry for like a few seconds and they fry the batter but the inside melts right but the chocolate has to be at room temperature it can't be cold right otherwise it, it won't taste as good right the gooiness of it won't taste as so it's, it's just a simple recipe mm. you know but oh th- thanks for the tip now everybody's gonna go out there and buy so what then when this when this podcast goes up right if there's no Mars bars in the shop. We know who to blame because everybody would have gone out and gotten Mars bars and also flour and also make the batter and they're making Mars bar fritters. Yeah, if, we, if I basically see like 50 pop-up uh, Mars bars places, I'm like, we'll know who to blame. <laughs> Let's get back to it, shall we? Come on. Uh, will we ever see a somewhat normal Australian day make a comeback? Uh, well, that depends on what your definition of normal is. I mean, uh, I, look, I think eventually, you know, Australia will go back to normal and have its fireworks and things. And maybe they'll just find a way to do it um, just at a distance, maybe putting all the fireworks on boats and things like that or places um, for which, you, you know, it's it's harder for people to gather. Um, so I can see it coming, coming back. I, I don't. But the, look, they, the government saved so much money um, not buying fireworks this year. Um, so, but I think it'll get eventually come to the stage where they'll want the fireworks because you know what fireworks do? It creates tourist dollars. And, it creates memories. And it also creates jobs and all of that. And um, it also just, creates CO2 pollution in the air as well. Uh, but yes. it creates we're, memories. We're wearing masks anyway, so what anyway? It also creates <laughs> memories. Like that, that, Greta. And also for me, I think it fireworks and these festivities create memories for us as we get older. We can, it's kind of like a, uh, it's kind of like a scrapbook memory where we can look back on our lives and say, hey, I was there. I did that that day. Or mm. I was, you know, I saw those fireworks. How pretty were they? The colors were so bright and every, everyone was smiling and everyone was, you know, welcoming and that memory of the the aroma of aromas of the food and mm. you know the music and who was singing at the time. The smell of the fireworks. That too, but it's kind of like Australia Day celebrations means memories to me because as you get older, you tend to look back on your life and you're going, "Was I there? Was I not there? What was I doing that day? And who was playing? And the, the smell of the food and." you know, the, the music and the fireworks and the celebration. For me, will it make a comeback? I say by next year, I think we should see a somewhat, somewhat normal because the this, I mean, let's look at it this way. Pre, pre-pandemic, pre-COVID days are gone now. We are living in planet Earth that's, you know, you know, the Omicron is surging, this thing's going to multiply, but, and it is as we speak. So will it make a somewhat comeback? Absolutely. But I think as Bucket said, they will 
eventually be socially distancing everybody maybe they'll put even you know those those uh barricades that they put up at carol's in the domain so mm. people don't cross maybe they'll even put barricades that there's when they want to socially distance they can put barricades and said this group can sit here that group can sit there look i, I you know, know what i think they're just going to do is they're going to basically sell people tickets to go as as an event and they did exactly the same thing at carol's as the domain so yeah just you know you're going to basically question well is it uh is it all uh, like why would I go into the city to basically watch something that I have to pay for when I can watch everything from home and get a, yeah. a pretty much the best view? Um, and I think people will really question that. So I, I, I think that's maybe how it might be in the future, but I, I don't, I, I mean, it would be nice if we could all go back to normal and, um, you know, um, you know how it was without having to socially distance and all of that but will it i'm not really sure yeah what do you think leon i think what we'll do i think we'll slowly go back to the normal obviously i'd imagine next year i'd imagine us you know being able to go to fireworks and stuff like that but be socially distanced and stuff like that so when when eventually we're past this pandemic we will go back to life the way it was, you know, before this pandemic uh, hit us. Um, so I, I can imagine that being socially distanced, you know, a group here, a group there, a group here and a group there, you know, elsewhere, well, we can watch the same kind of fireworks, basically the same way that they would do the New Year's Day fireworks, you know, up and down, say up and down like Sydney or whatever, they would do like a thing of, uh, you know, firework displays, they'd all be the same, but in different locations, except for the Harbour Bridge. And the Harbour Bridge has its own unique one. But I I could I could easily I could easily picture, you know, them doing something like that, you know, when it was when it's time to finally be able to celebrate Australia Day. I can see us doing socially distanced uh versions of that and then eventually we'll go back to the way it was where we can all just gather around in a large group and just really celebrate. I, I think that's, that's how I, that's how I see it happening. I think you're probably right, Leon, where, whereas they probably do something like um, they'll just have it in closer locations to people per suburb or per um, constituency, I think. Or per Kelowna. Um, so I mean, you're probably right. They're probably going to have one in Hunters Hill. They'll have another one in Lane Cove. They'll have another one in Penrith. They'll have another one in Wentworthville. They'll have another one in Blacktown. They'll have another one in Parramatta. Um, Anywhere basically where um, you can divide the amount of people going to said event, that's probably what's going to happen. And that's probably the safest thing that's probably going to happen as opposed to everyone just going to the city and causing and everyone getting covid um but I, I, like i don't know when that's going to happen exactly but that, i imagine that that would be a really safe bet like i was going to ask this final question but i think we, we seem to be answering this over and over again um the question i had was what will australia day look like in the future and i think we all answered that but the only thing i can say about australia day even though it's cancelled here's one you know i'm an auntie of three and you've got nieces and he's got nephews and whatnot i mean what about our children what what are they gonna what memories are they gonna have when it comes to stray day it's being cancelled you know they're gonna have to be hold at home i mean what will our 
children remember well i mean you know, I, what I, look, they feel I, look i just imagine it it's whatever we pass on to them is what exactly they remember so you're probably still going to have fairy bread you're probably still going to have um you know snags just spill probably still going to have barbecues people are going to be wearing thongs people are still going to be wanting to go to the beach and these are things that um are currently inherently australian and I don't really think that's ever going to really change. I mean, sure, there's going to be things that like fireworks that might be banned, um, but that's not to say that, um, you know, Australia Day won't still remain a family day. Even um, for the protesters that protest um, on Invasion Day or how they see it as Invasion Day, it's very much a family-orientated thing where they're um, feeling that their family um were oppressed so both really whether it's australia day for me or an australia day for the aborigines that it, it it's Aboriginal. Uh, well aborigines is is the unracist term um it's uh it's still about family and i don't think that'll change what i what i mean is that pre-pandemic days our children got to you know, run around in the fresh air, face painting and toys and, you know, slip and slides and, you know, jumping castles and bumper cars and all that stuff, all the fun stuff kids used to do and, you know, activities. Now it's all sort of, this is what upsets me the most about Australia Day is, you know, what will our children remember of Australia Day in this mundane age? What will they, what will they remember? I think Buckets is right. You know, it depends on, you know, what people say to the younger generation, you know, what this is how we celebrated Australia Day. And obviously we're probably going to leave out the the coronavirus pandemic, but the way that we used to celebrate it, you know, we would used yeah. to celebrate it with like maybe a family get together and eating a eating a you good a good dinner, obviously a good a lunch and a dinner or something, have some pavlova, have a lamington or whatever. You know, have a Vegemite, have a toasted, have a toasted Vegemite sandwich. There you go. That's one way to celebrate Australia Day. Um, but, you know, but until then, we've just got to, you know, deal with it. We've got to deal with the pandemic first. And once the pandemic is over with, then we can, you know, start celebrating Australia Day the way we used to. Obviously, probably, obviously no violence because no one wants any violence on Australia Day or or as what no. people would call invasion day, either one of those days, nobody wants to see a violence. Nobody wants to see violent escalation. We just want to see people, you know, get together just to celebrate, not, not, uh, not the desecrator. There you go. Yeah. I mean, let us know, like this is to our subscribers, new and current our viewers, um, whether from you around the world, what do you think when it comes, what do you, when you think of Australia, what's the first thing of, for first few years that come to your mouth and minds and to all the Australians, um, what do you do now compared to what you did then to celebrate Australia Day? Leave us some comments in the comments below on our YouTube page. Don't forget to subscribe and push that notification bell and let us know what you all think. I mean, what does Australia mean to you? And what does it to me? What does it mean to be Australian and to our, you know, to our families and friends overseas and viewers overseas? What do you think of when you think of the word Australia? I mean, have you been to Australia? 
And, you know, we would love to see more people come into our beautiful shores, you know, when they're fully vaccinated and, and boosted, you know, when they've had their booster shots. I think it's, um, it's important to get that tourism because we are in the most beautiful country in the world. Mm. Don't you think? Well, I, I think it's the most beautiful country in the world. I've seen many beautiful countries, but I still Nothing call like Australia home. home. I, absolutely. <laughs> And I've only ever been to, and I've only ever been to three countries basically. I've only ever been to Australia, Singapore, and the UK. But I was at Singapore Airport, so I uh, so I guess that doesn't count. Do, do you know what I find funny about Australians is the fact that um, all Australians Our accent. Well, I don't think I'm. Well, maybe yeah. <laughs> One of the things I find is funny about Australians is that Australians will either go to one of two places when they're growing up, and that's Brisbane for schoolies. Um, or Bali, um, or Thailand. For holiday. <laughs> Basically, that's if it's like you're not Australia unless you go to Bali or Thailand or the Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah, or Brisbane. Yeah, if you're Brisbane. Yeah. You know what? I never went to schoolies, so I really couldn't tell you. you so. Oh, you missed out, man. I never went to school. <laughs> what if you something really sad about me, which is, one, I've never been to schoolies, so I've no experience that. Two, I've never been to school formals. So I've never been asked to go. I've never been. I have never experienced that in my life. But if ever. anyone would like to ask out Kat for a date. No, thank you. <laughs> no. Oh, one nine hundred. Oh, no. Hey. <laughs> no. Cats. I'm, I'm, no, no. No, don't encourage. No. No, that's really stupid. You're right. She's wearing a ring right now. Yeah, so. I am wearing a ring. But, um, no. If I you just, like it, then you should put a ring. Oh, wait. That's not even Australian. Sorry. No. No. Um, but in the words of Peter Allen, uh, the late great Peter Allen, I still call Australia home. And I'm very proud to be Australian. What about you? Yeah, I'm proud to be Australian. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I feel that I'm actually more Australian than I am Chinese, even though, you know, half my family is Chinese. Um, and ironically, I've never actually been to China. I don't speak the language. I speak English. Um, and I, like all my friends, well, except for maybe two or three of my friends, um, you know, are basically true blue Aussie. So I, yeah, I'm, I live in a multicultural Australia and I'm very, very proud of that. What about you, Liam? Last I am proud. I am proud to be Aussie. I'm, a, I'm proud to have Vegemite sandwiches. I'm proud for our lamingtons. Well, your lamingtons, I should say, since you're, since you're in New Zealand. I'm, I'm thankful for those kind of things, you know, but also, I'm thankful for, you know, the friends, for all our friends that we've got here, you know, obviously the friends that we've made here and the friends we've made there and also celebrating Australia Day. I feel like singing's a little part of something, but I don't know if I'd embarrass anyone. But, you know, it is, we are coming to Australia Day. So I'm going to say, I've been to cities that never closed down from New York to Rome. In uh, all London town, but no matter <laughs> how far, oh, how wide I roam, I still call Australia. I still call Australia. I still call Australia home. There you go. Congratulations, guys. I want a Logie for that shit. 
<laughs> you just qualify for Australian Idol. Well, that is the podcast for tonight. Thank you so much for joining us, Leon. We look forward to having our Leon back with us for another week of another session. Uh, we are planning our next podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and lo- lo- give us a few likes and love some comments and invite your friends to subscribe and like as well. Push that notification bell. We I will be putting this up on YouTube tonight as well as the audio will come out uh, shortly tonight as well. So keep a lookout on that. Let us know uh, to our friends and family and our viewers overseas when it comes to Australia, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? And to all Aussies, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Tell us what Australia means to you. Leave us some comments and we'll let you know. Thank you so much for joining us. Until then, see you next week. Good night. Please stay safe. Bye. And God bless. Bye. Bye.